we magnify you this morning. Jesus, we glorify you this morning. Jesus, we're here for you. <laughs> and, and we know that you're here for us. <laughs> and somewhere in the middle, there's an explosion. It's amazing because I tell you what's on my heart this morning. It's really just Jesus. He's on my heart. He's in my heart. He's around my heart. Yesterday we were driving down the road and Caroline said, hey, babe, what you preaching on tomorrow? And I said, Jesus. That's perfect, Wes. Why would you talk about anyone else? I tell you what's happened for me over the past just couple of months is I feel like I feel like the Holy Spirit's just been showing me in such a, a real simple, clear way that we have to keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is Jesus Christ. It all comes back to Him. Everything, man, lines up with Him. It truly is not about what we know. It's about who we know. This is not about a knowledge of Jesus. This is about a love relationship with Jesus. And I just want to ask you this morning, do you have a love relationship with him? Because that's all you need in this life. It's a love relationship with Jesus. This is not about a theology. This is about a person. And I just feel like the Holy Spirit's just been bringing me back west. It's about Him. This is not about where we go and what we do. This is about who we are and who we carry. We carry Him. Who I am, I'm a son. I'm a son of the living God and I live in the kingdom. And I have an amazing father. And as a son living in the kingdom with an amazing father, I am full of Jesus. He lives and dwells 
within me. And with Jesus comes the Spirit. And with the Spirit comes power. So this is who I carry with me everywhere I go. I am living the hot life. There's cold Christianity and there's hot Christianity. There is no in-between. If you find yourself straddling a fence, you've already said yes to the devil. And the Bible calls it being lukewarm. And God will spew you out of his mouth and you will find yourself in no man's land until you choose hot or cold. I don't know about you, but I want to be hot so I can burn for Jesus every day of my life. This is awesome not holding a mic. I'm going to preach with my hands this morning. See, if, if you don't know who you are and who you carry, you'll need to add things to your Christian life in order to make it exciting. But when you know who you are and who you carry, you realize that everything that you need is found in your relationship with Jesus. And you discover that the Holy Spirit doesn't just make this life exciting. He makes it powerful. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that makes it so exciting. Are you with me? See, the Holy Spirit takes the ordinary and makes us extraordinary. See, you might think that you're just an ordinary person, but you just haven't realized that you've got the Spirit and power. Turn loose, my friend. The Holy Spirit and power. You were born for the miraculous. Oh my God, the same power that God exerted when he raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that lives inside of you and I. It says in Ephesians chapter 1, I saw it with my own eyes yesterday. We had street ministry yesterday. I saw it. I saw Jesus touch people. I saw pain leave people's body in an instant. Because not God not only can, he will. Hey, hey, there's no way I'm going to get to my message this morning. But let me just say this. I, I want to make sure you understand something. I, there's so many, everybody on this planet, just about everybody, everybody in the South, at least, <laughs> believes that Jesus is able to heal. Yes. You'd be hard-pressed hard to find somebody that doesn't think God can heal them. But I just want to remind you of something this morning. Not only is Jesus able to heal, he's willing to heal. That's the difference. See, in, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 2 and 3, Jesus is, is, is walking in this crowds following him. And this guy with leprosy comes and falls at Jesus' feet. And he says this, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And you know what Jesus does? He reaches out and he touches the man with leprosy. Listen, people with leprosy were ostracized. Nobody wanted anything to do with them, much less touch them. But Jesus knew that he wouldn't catch what he had, but he had to catch what he had. Because Jesus knew who he was. He knew what he was carrying. Power. Power in the Holy Spirit. Listen, we live the hot life. We are loaded. If we knew how loaded we were, Jesus reached out and touched the man. And this is what he said. He said, I am willing, be clean. And the leprosy fell off the man. 
There's a difference between knowing that Jesus is able and Jesus is willing. God can and he will. God could and he would. This is who the Father is. He's in the life-changing business. There's a reason Jesus died on the cross. He wants to do again what he did back then. He touched people and said, I'm willing, man, be healed. And he proved it even further by going to the cross. See, healing is actually already yours. And so when we pray for someone, Jesus, touch them. We just watch what's already taking place in the spiritual manifest right there in the physical. There's a lady standing there. Uh, we, we prayed. I, I, there's this guy. Oh, man. I, I, I'm holding Jethro and I walk up to Walmart, right? And these two um, um, grocery cart workers, man, one of them just a teeth full of gold, just gold, just gold grill. He looks so cool. I was like, hey, bro, Jesus loves you, man. Can I pray for you today? He's got something for you. He's like, nah, bro, I'm good. I said, cool. So I, I, Jethro says he wants some water. So we walk back out to the car and I get water and I turn around and another guy pushing the cart standing there. And I said, hey, bro, uh, can I pray for you? He goes, I wish you would. And he's just a list off all these things he's going through. And I just, we just grab hands. I mean, I just, Jesus just begins to love on him and touch him, man. He's got, you know, financial issues and he's needing to go back to school. We just pray in the favor of God. And all of a sudden, his friend with the gold grill comes walking up. And I said, hey, bro, your friend let me pray for you. What, what, what about you? What's up? And he goes, no, nah, bro, I'm good. I said, no. I said, Jesus has something for you right here today. And he goes, okay, whatever, man. And he walks up to me. And I said, there's something that you need. He goes, no, there's not. I said, yes, there is. I know it in my spirit. And he put his head down. He said, man, my mom just passed away. And I grabbed his hands right there and I began to cry with him. I just said, Holy Spirit, cover him like a blanket. Bring comfort. I just began to speak life over him, man. I just began to watch Jesus touch him. And then as Jethro and I were praying for him, this other lady was putting groceries in her trunk. And we got through and I turned around. And, and you, you know, I, this doesn't always happen. But I, she was just looking at me, and I felt like she was just, she was just like, are you going to ask me next? And so I, this don't always happen, man. She's looking at me. And so I walk right up to her, and I said, would you like prayer today? She goes, yes, please. I said, what do you need? She says, everything. Just start praying. And I found out she had pain, like going from the top of her neck all the way down her, her, uh, to the bottom of her back. And she had bad arthritis in her legs. And I looked at her. my faith was not in an outcome my faith wasn't in me for sure my faith was in him I remembered Matthew 8 2 and 3 where Jesus says I am willing and I told her I said actually healing is already yours we're just going to watch it manifest right here I just said Jesus touch her and you know when we pray for Jesus to touch he, he wants to do again what he did then and he proved it by going to the cross when we pray the spirit moves too he moves in 
power. Power. Jesus touches. The Spirit moves in power. And it's all because for God so loved us that he sent them to us. It's the unstoppable trinity. So that it's not about us and what we say and how we pray. It's about them and what they've already done. We're just resting in them. And our faith is in them. So we say, well, I hope this works. No, we go, hey, watch what's about to happen. And if it doesn't happen, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell them other than Jesus is touching you right now. You might not be experiencing it right now in the physical, but you will. It's happening. Every time we pray, something happens. But I just lean into the possibility that's going to happen in that moment. Why wouldn't it? We, we all not know any better. It's like my son Jethro. He, it's weird for him when, when someone doesn't get healed or if we pray for if he skins his knee and it doesn't stop hurting. He goes, Denny, why? You just prayed. Look at me, church. We have to live with the conviction that nothing is impossible with God. We talk about it. We got to live with that conviction. So that when we pray, we believe that not only is nothing impossible with God, when I pray, it's impossible for nothing to happen. Because it's not about where I go, what I do. It's about who I am and who I carry. I carry the Trinity, man. I carry love. I carry power. Because I'm in a love relationship with Jesus. We make so much of this Christian life about doing. What if it's just about being in love? And we live in the overflow of being in love. And it's no longer about what we do. We just can't help but. It's just who we become everywhere we go. We love people for a living. My love relationship with Jesus is growing. It's growing within and it's growing out. If that makes sense. The more it begins to grow within, the more easy and more natural he just comes out. I'm telling you, it works. So I prayed. Oh, Jesus, just touch her. Jethro's standing right there. He's not going to know any better. We're growing up to become like little children. It's a childlike faith. Jesus, touch her, man. Bless her right now. That's all I said. How's, how, how's it going? She looked at me and she said, all the pain in my back is completely gone. That's what she said. I said, what about your legs? She goes, I got nothing. And I, 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 I said, okay, what else, what else do you need? And I made sure I explained to her this. I said, there's nothing special about me, but something really special about the one who lives in me. Did, did you know when Jesus touched the man with leprosy, then he commands us to lay hands on the sick. In the book of Mark 16, 15, go and preach the good news to all creation. And these signs will follow you. You'll lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You know, it's no longer we that lives, but he that lives inside of us. So when we lay hands on the sick, it's just as if Jesus is laying hands on them. It's his touch, not our touch. Are you, do you see that? Do, do, you, do you know the goal is not for people to encounter us, but for people to encounter him? Do you understand that we have to get over ourselves? Do you understand what Jeremy just got through releasing? This is not about a celebrity status. This is about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Do you know that we come here for one reason and one reason on a Sunday morning? It's for him. Don't you dare come for a five-fold leadership. Don't do it. We will not. 
we will not put that amount of pressure on ourselves to feed you. It ain't our job to feed you. Only Jesus does that. We'll love you. We'll empower you. We'll encourage you. We'll even challenge you towards the heart of the Father. But it's about this love relationship every day of your life. We will only point you to one person. And it ain't going to be us. It's going to be the King of Kings. Man, we saw, we saw so many other things happen yesterday. It was powerful, man. My, my whole point is that the Holy Spirit doesn't just make this Christian life exciting. He makes it powerful. We're loaded. And it's his power that makes it so exciting, man. He, he takes the normal and makes it supernatural. He, he takes the impossible and makes it possible. He takes the cold and he makes us hot. So we can burn for him every day of our life. He takes religion and he makes it a relationship. So that you and I don't have to spend our Christian life trying to figure out, well, is this right or is this wrong? Like, I, you know, it's right or wrong. No, we're just, we're just in love with Jesus. We're just letting him lead us every step of the way. It's about a relationship. So that this Christian life is not about us looking to the right or to the left and trying to figure out what's next. We're just steadfast after him. We just move with him, man. It's about a relationship, a love relationship where we realize that he didn't go to the cross to reveal how sinful we once were. He went to the cross to reveal how in love he is with us. It's a love relationship. It's a relationship so that you and I are no longer focused on trying not to make mistakes. We're just focused on the one who's forgiven us from all of our mistakes. It's Jesus. How many know when your focus is on him, sin becomes few and far between? It's him. He's the answer. He's the solution. You're struggling with something? Jesus. You got a problem? Jesus. You need to answer Jesus. And Jesus. That's just fun. Jesus. He's it. It's about a relationship. So we realize it's not that sin's so bad. The greater revelation is that God's so good. It's about a relationship so that you and I don't spend our life trying to see how much hell we can get away with and slide into heaven and say, whoo, I'm safe. You weren't born to live the safe Christian life. You weren't born to live a safe, comfortable Christian life, seeing how much you can get away with. You were actually born to be radical. You were born. We were born to be different so that when people look at us, they go, man, they're so different. I don't even know what to do with them. So when people look at your life, they go, man, they're so different. They're so radical. I don't even know what to do, but I just want what they have. Because what's happening is they're not seeing you. They're seeing Christ in you. And he's the most attractive person on the whole planet. And they just want Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's what they're looking for, man. Like they look at your life and they go, oh, man, like I can't believe the way that they treat people, the way that they help people and serve people, the things that come out of the mouth the actions they take, the decisions that they make. I can't believe the way that they forgive, the way that they respond. There's so, something's messed up about them. 
I don't know what it is, but I want it. See, they want Christ in you. You were not born to live a safe Christian life and slide your way into heaven and go, oh, man, I'm finally here. Jesus paid a price for you to experience heaven right here and right now. The question is, do you want it? Do you want, is your relationship with Jesus the most important thing in your life? today but that's okay the next time I preach I'll finish it oh man Romans 10 9 and 10 I say this a lot but I'm serious this time it's one of my favorite scriptures <laughs> in all the Bible and here's, here's what it says it says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. With your mouth you confess and you are saved. Now listen, this would be a scripture that I might use when sharing the gospel with someone. So for instance, I might go up to someone and say, hey man, do you know how much God loves you? He just thinks you're amazing. And, and I want you to know that his love for you is unconditional. There's no strings attached. He's ready to meet you right where you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've been through, man. And he loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for you. Like all your sins and mistakes get to be forgiven and forgotten right here, right now. God doesn't see you for what you have or haven't done. He sees who you really are. And then we might dialogue a little more and whatever. And if they come to this place where they're ready to give their life to Jesus, I would pull out, I would like share a quote. Romans 10, 9 and 10. It, man, it's perfect. You just believe in him with heart and then just tell him. Out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Forgive me for my sins. Come into my life. You say something like that and mean it. It's done. You'll be born again. You, you know what it means? I, I keep running off. But that side note. You don't know what it means to be born again. It means to be born from above. Ooh. Do you understand that we live from heaven towards earth? When you get born again, when you get saved, you're born from above. Who gives birth to you? Jesus. Not your mama. Jesus. Born from above, man. From heaven towards earth. And so maybe they, they might give their life to Jesus. But this, this is, I actually want to pull something else from the scripture this morning and just present it just put it before you the same way that the Holy Spirit's put it before me. Most of the time when I preach this out of the overflow of my heart, man, just what, just what Jesus has been doing in my life, what the Holy Spirit's been showing me and teaching me and inviting me into, so I'm just going to do the same thing. I want you to notice Romans 10, 9. It says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, you'll be saved. I want you to notice that it doesn't say if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Savior. It says, Lord. 
Look, man, there is a difference between Savior and Lord. And this is all I want to present to you this morning. If we're not careful, we'll turn this Christian life or this Christian life will end up just about getting saved. And Jesus wants to save you, but he also wants to be your Lord. He wants to be Savior and Lord. And you need to know that that's the difference. We've done a pretty good job and are doing a better job at receiving salvation and receiving him as our Savior, but we're falling short of making him our Lord. And it's not that one is less than or greater than the other. They're not in competition with one another. It's not either and. It's both. He wants to be Lord and Savior. Savior and Lord. It begins with salvation. We all need to be saved. Right? Like, so when we believe in Jesus with our heart and we confess it, man, we invite him into our life, man, we get saved, which means here's salvation. It's the forgiveness of sins. We get to be forgiven. Everybody look at me and smile. The blood of Jesus is enough. The blood of Jesus is enough. Forgiveness, freedom is yours, man, even today, right now, right here, right now. Ooh, today and forever. It's the forgiveness of sins that gives us a brand new heart. It's also salvation is the deliverance of the mind. It gives us a new way of thinking so that we're no longer influenced by the ways and customs of this world. We're influenced by the values and principles of God's kingdom. We receive the mind of Christ. It's a new way of thinking from heaven towards earth. And then the last part of salvation is healing for our physical bodies. I got pain in my back. Watch this. Jesus about to touch you because he's not only able, he's willing. And he's already paid a price for it. It's this is salvation, forgiveness of sins, brand new heart that's connected to the spirit. It's a, a deliverance of the mind, a new way of thinking that's connected to the soul. And it's healing for our body that's connected to our physical being. The, you, you know, salva- this salvation encompasses the whole person. I just want to remind you, the blood of Jesus leaves no part of any person untouched. It covers everything. In, did you know that God is an inside and outside God? He not only cares about your heart, he cares about every part of who you are. Uh, oftentimes in street ministry, when I talk with someone, I let them know, God, he is in love with your heart, but he's also in love with your body. They go, for real? <laughs> yes! The blood of Jesus has marked every part of you. It was shed for all of you. This is salvation. Do you need to be saved this morning? Okay, most of you probably are. It's where it starts, man. It's where it begins, but it's not where it ends. Jesus not only wants to be Savior, now he wants to Lord from within us. He wants to like, Lord, like, uh, if, if I can explain it, like, you know, so, so like the kingdom of God at hand, right? The, the, the Bible says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So watch, salvation makes the kingdom possible, but lordship makes it a reality. You experience the kingdom of God to the degree in which you allow him to lord from within you. Are you with me? 
want to experience the kingdom of God, it's not just being saved. That's where it starts. It's saying, Jesus, I want you to Lord from, from within me. Here's what it means for him to be your Lord. It means for him to be your leader and your master and your everything. Jesus, you lead me. I want you to be my master. You are my every single thing in life. Lord, leader, master. He wants to Lord from within you so that your salvation can continue to be worked out with fear and trembling. He wants to Lord from within you so that you can actually step into the fullness of what it means to actually be saved. What it means to be a son. He wants to Lord from within you so that you can discern between good and evil. He wants to Lord from within you so that you know without a shadow of a doubt, this is good and this is evil. He wants to Lord, the leader, master of your life so that you know without a shadow of a doubt what is his voice and what is a stranger's voice. So the moment you hear the stranger's voice, it sounds so off key that you run towards the good shepherd because you believe that he leads us beside the quiet waters. Well, he leads us in the green pastures. He leads us, man. He leads us. He guides us. He directs us. He's everything. Oh, Oh, he's the greatest phenomenon to ever cross the horizon. Oh, he's the loftiest thought in philosophy. Whoa, he's the name above all names. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. His name is Jesus. Oh, I wish I could describe him to you, but he's indescribable. Oh, do you want some of him? If you do, he'll give you all of him. He not only wants to be your Savior, he wants to be your Lord. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Leader, master. He wants the Lord from within you so that you never spend another moment of your life compromising the truth. Because you know that the truth that he brings equals real freedom. That he leads down a narrow path, but the narrow path leads to everlasting life. Why would you ever want anything else? It's cold or hot. I want to sizzle for him every day. Because I believe that what he has for me is so good. Because I believe that he went to the cross. Not because he was upset at me or disappointed in me. Or because I was so sinful. Because he was head over heels in love with me. See, I'll say this last thing and I'll be done. And then, and then you're, I'm just going to invite you to come and make him your Lord. You go, Wes, I'm already saved. Awesome. Is he your Lord? If Jesus is not the Lord, leader, master of your life, something and someone else will be. And you go, no, that's not true. We're about to find out. I ain't being mean. I'm preaching from my own heart and what the Holy Spirit's been showing me and inviting me into. It's true. If, if Jesus doesn't Lord within, within you, something and someone else will become your leader and your master. Your job will be. Your relationships will be. Your spouse will be. Your situation that you're faced with will Lord and lead and master you. If Jesus is not Lord, leader, master of your life, you'll wake up every day and you'll dread going to work. 
It'll, be, it'll just be dreaded. And like the only reason you'll be going to work is because you need to make a certain amount of money to make ends meet to provide for your family. And all of a sudden, man, you know what that means? That means that money has become your master rather than Jesus. And you'll get to work, man, every day. And like because like you're, you're working unto man and money is your master, it'll come out with the way that you treat others. And you'll see what little work you can get away with and still make the same paycheck. But when Jesus is Lord, leader, master, you wake up every day full of excitement. This, this, you can ask Caroline, this is my everyday. You wake up full of excitement. Jesus, I'm just ready to run with you today. And on your way to work, you'll be reminded, today I'm not working unto man, I'm working unto the Lord. And, and which means, man, that, that man is not my provision. God is my provision. I'm not dependent upon man. I'm dependent upon him. He's the source by which my provision comes from. And if he's the source, it never runs out. So I go to work today thinking I'm working not for money. I'm working unto the Lord because I got plenty. Woo! Money doesn't have me. I got it. And as I step into my job, I realize that I'm stepping into a harvest field. Woo! Because today it's not about my job. It's about, man, what, how can I partner with you today, Jesus? How can I love? How, how, what, what was my work ethic going to look like? How can I serve people? How can I speak life over my coworkers? How can I respond to my boss with all the grace in the world so they can see something different in me? Do you understand, man? It works. When Jesus becomes Lord, leader, master, it changes your perspective, the way that you live. Oh my gosh, all of a sudden, I don't have to love and serve my wife. I love and serve my wife as an extension from his love for me. Oh, his love for me. I encounter his love and it just spills over into my everyday life and it begins inside the home. Oh, all of a sudden, man, I realize, man, Jesus is Lord, leader. He's master, man. And so I have this desire not to just honor Caroline when I'm with her, but to honor her when I'm away from her with my thoughts, with my eyes, with my words, with my actions, with my decisions, because I want to steward well the gift of Caroline that God's given me. I want to protect the marriage and the purity that God intended for it to have. But it all comes back to not just being saved. Jesus, will you lead me in this? I surrender. See, this morning is all about surrender. If Jesus is not Lord, leader, and master, man, your situation that you're faced with will eat your lunch, man. That, that, that disappointing news, that situation, all of a sudden, man, you'll begin to panic. You'll begin to be fearful. You'll begin to be worried. But if Jesus is Lord, leader, and master, you know exactly what to do and exactly who to turn to. And the first thing you'll be reminded of is there's nothing I can be faced with that Jesus hasn't already won the victory over. And his victory is mine. Oh. And so I just begin to lean into him. I begin to pray from a place of rest. I begin to pray from a place of victory. Oh, man. He wants to be Savior, and he wants to be Lord. Will you make him your Lord this morning? Here's, here's what we're going to do. Let's all stand up for just a second. <laughs> everything. He's everything, man. And so as Kyler just continues to play, hey, Kyler, thank you for playing, man. This, Kyler's so awesome, man.
hey, let me tell you something about, man, man, I was supposed to have some announcements this morning. I forgot. I just feel like it's not super appropriate right now. Well, I will say this. Let me, uh, the, the young adult group here at Arise Birmingham, they're on fire for Jesus, man. They, they, I've never been around a group of hungrier people in my life. And, and did you know that the hungry heart gets to see and experience the kingdom of God? Like we've, we've, it's, we're, the church often does put so much emphasis on sin and try not to make mistakes. It's like, man, but God goes to the hungry heart. That I can work with. That I can work with, man. This Wednesday night, man, at 6.30, we're having a worship night. I know we've taken a break for Wednesday, from Wednesday nights for the summer, but this Wednesday, the Arise Young Adults are having a worship night, not in this room, but in the room next door, uh, at the, in the multi-purpose room. And it's going to be led by Common Noble, by, by Ben and um, Aaron and David Roberts. The Roberts brothers are going to lead us in worship. And so we just want to open up to anybody and everybody. There's no child care. Don't bring your kids. I'm just kidding. You can if you want. But there's no child care, man. Just 6.30 p.m. this Wednesday, we're going to go after it. You want to see a group of young, uh, young adults, like, worship the king? No, don't come for them. Just come for Jesus. This Friday night, man, is a women's event here at Arise Birmingham. And, and it's going to be 6.30 Friday night. There's going to be worship. There's going to be fellowship. There's going to be the word. The, this women's event is partnering with Wellhouse. This is an organization, man, that's bringing healing to all the women that have been sexually exploited and trafficked. And there's also an opportunity for you women. Don't, guys, don't show up. It's women. It's an opportunity for you women to come, man, and also bring things. If you go to our, our social media site, you can look at what you need to bring to help bless these girls and bring healing to their lives. So show up, women, this Friday night. Okay, that, what, that worked okay, the announcements. That didn't take us out of it too much, did it? There's Savior and there's Lord, and Jesus wants to be both. So I, I just want to invite you, if, if you want Jesus to be your Lord, just come up. Just come up front. I, and, I, and just come up front right now. I'm just going to pray over you. <laughs> if you notice, I'm already up here. I want him to be my Lord. Yeah. I'm being real serious. If you want Jesus to be your Lord, come up front. Don't stay where you're sitting. There's something about just walking up. If there's not enough room, man, just scooch people over. Scooch them. Jesus wants the Lord, just go ahead and get in a receive mode. Man, just put your hands out in front of you or above you, wherever you want to do with them. Jesus wants to be your Lord. He wants to be your leader. He wants to be your master. He wants the Lord from within you. He wants to give you a new way of thinking, a new way of acting, a new way of deciding, a new way of walking, a new way of talking. Jesus wants the Lord from within you.
So I'm going to pray, and you just pray with me, just right there. Just say, Jesus, I not only receive you as Lord, I, re- I not only receive you as Savior, I receive you as Lord right now in Jesus' name. Just start telling me, I want you to Lord from within me. I want you to lead me every step of the way. I want you to guide me every moment of my life, Jesus. Just surrender your all to him right now this morning. Jesus, I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender my situation. I surrender what I'm worried about. I surrender my family. I surrender my job. I surrender my hobbies. I surrender my life. I surrender my heart. I surrender my body. I surrender my mind. Jesus, come and possess us right now. Right now, possess us for your glory, God. For your glory, Jesus. We want to burn for you, Jesus, every day of our life. We want to live for you, and we want to live from you. I surrender all. All to Jesus. I surrender everything to you, Jesus. Jesus, help us right now. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would become Lord of every person in this room. They would open up their heart right now and receive you not only as Savior but as Lord right now. We thank you that we have a ticket to heaven, but we thank you that heaven can be experienced right here and right now in relationship with you. So I declare for heaven to begin to manifest in every person's life, everywhere they go. I declare you, Holy Spirit, empower man to follow them everywhere that they go, that they would know that they walk fully loaded. Woo! Fully and utterly loaded. Wow. I pray right now, Jesus, that you would take the normal and make it supernatural in their everyday life. I pray that you would take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. I pray that you would dismantle any religion and turn it into relationship right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Jesus. It's not about what we know. It's about who we know. Woo! I think it's about who we carry right now. Jesus, we thank you for your lordship. We surrender everything. We give you our heart, our mind, our body, our soul, and our spirit right now. Jesus, we thank you for forgiveness. I don't know who this is before, but this is for forgiveness right now. We ask you for it, we thank you for it, and we receive forgiveness from that mistake we made yesterday or the day before or a month ago or somebody in here is still dwelling with with a mistake you made a year and a half ago. And we thank you right now that your blood is enough, Jesus. We receive your blood right now. We thank you that we get to pick up our head and heart and run in freedom with you. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiveness. Jesus, we thank you that you're not only able to heal, but you're willing right now. If, if anybody in this room, everybody look at me for just a second. If anybody in this room has any sickness or pain in your body, just lift up your hands right now. Pain, sickness in your body right now. Look around and put your hand on the shoulder of somebody that, that's around you that's holding up their hand right now. We're going to watch all pain and all sickness leave. Watch, this is going to be awesome. Hey, look, I'm going to count to three. And in unison, we're all just going to yell, Jesus heal. That's all we're going to do. Jesus heal. You ready? One, two, three. Jesus heal. Come on again. One, two, three. Jesus heal. Jesus, I thank you right now that you're touching bodies right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you're touching bodies right now. That you do again what you did back then right now in Jesus' name. We bless bodies right now in Jesus' name. We thank you for your blood. We thank you that healing is already ours, so we receive it right now in Jesus' name. No more pain, no more sickness in the name of Jesus Christ. He's the one. He's the healer. He's the one. He's the healer. 
Now just put your hands out in front of you and let him touch you right now. He's in the room. He's going to come right now and he's going to touch you right now. Show. Let him touch you right now. Show, show, show. Show, show, show. Thank you, Jesus. Touch right now, Jesus. Lordship, 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 Lordship. Thank you, Jesus. Lordship, Lordship. Lordship, Lordship right now. Thank you, Jesus. Touch, touch. Lordship. Jesus, you are king forever. Jesus, you are awesome in this place. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Come on, let him touch you for just another moment. He's in the room. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. It's a little past 12, so if you have kids in the kids program, if you wouldn't mind, parents, sneak out and grab them. You come right back. Hey, any, anybody that had pain in their body or sickness, does anybody feel any different or better? Raise your hand. You do awesome. You do awesome. Anybody else? You do awesome. Praise the Lord. Come on, Jesus. You do awesome. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for your love. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your healing power, Holy Spirit. I pray that you will continue to touch people, continue to touch bodies, continue to have your way in Jesus' name. Continue to have your way in Jesus' name. God, we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. We make you Savior and Lord this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You stay in encounter. If you need prayer, I'd love to pray with you this morning. Find one of the five folds. Find, one, find somebody to pray with. We bless you this morning. You guys are awesome. All glory be to God. All hell, the power of Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.